G'day and welcome to Bums on the Bench. My name is Jacko and with me, I have two guests. One inside you is a guest. And, and the one. other is a wolf. That's how the, is that what we're going for? <laughs> Not at all, but we'll go for it. You're both guests. <laughs> <laughs> one is a man who's decided to revolutionise podcast marketing by advertising to Bumble Dates. And the other is a man who isn't allowed on Bumble because he's in a relationship. I don't want to turn around right now. Josh and Andy. Oh, <laughs> <I hate> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> and Renee's in the kitchen looking ominously at Am Andy. Am I going to get poisoned again? Listen, yeah. she is cooking dinner for us as we speak. Shout out to Renee, by the way. Shout out Renee. Um, Chef Renee. But yeah, no, if she poisons your food, I won't be surprised. Me either. <laughs> or will I perform CPR? Huh? State of origin. Oh, you're having a crack of the day, Jack. Oh, um, uh, I, I'm not doing well. <laughs> I'm not doing real well. All right, right, right. I, I'll take over from here. So, boys. Ugh. It's all right. I, I, Andy, you, I know you're going to over there. No, I know you're going to talk about Origin. I'm just. I like, have an activity. I've ordered an activity. I thought yeah. it was all about Origin. We can do one or the other, probably both. What Let's do you want to start with, Origin or start the Start with Origin. Okay. We'll, we'll Let's rip, rip the, the band-aid, band-aid off, off please, because it's, it's painful the to Andy talk about. Andy knows what's up. That fucking sucked. That was Ooh. that was hard to watch. It's well, not a good time. But I don't know what happened to us. Like at the start, we were shit. We finished shit. This and is how bad it was. There was in the multiple group chats we are all in with our friendship group, as this one, and then all the other ones we've been in over the years. There was one message sent the whole night, and that was Andy going, "There's no way we're this fucking shit." <laughs> yep. That was, that was every it. message sent that night between our group of friends. <laughs> No, and I'm that was set in the first that. 10 minutes after the <laughs> yeah. second try. Oh, it was just a, it was rough. I, my big takeaway from all of Origin was how the fuck did we just keep falling over? Every time there seemed to be a line break, it was either because Teddy or Crichton or Tommy was laying on the ground in the defensive line. They, I reckon Crichton fell over at least six or seven times. Teddy fell over at two very critical times. Yeah, yep. especially when that final try at the last couple of minutes. Oh. I, I felt so bad, like, watching that replay, man, he just took he his didn't own, even try. Took his legs out. It's just, uh, it was hard to watch. Like, it really was, as both a Chooks fan and as a New South Wales fan. Just, yeah, because hey, it's your fucking fault. It was James's <laughs> fault. It's your fault. I've been the most critical of him for the past week at I, work. Everyone's just like, what, you think he should be dropped on that? Absolutely. Drop him. Pick Edwards. <laughs> Agreed. I, as you know, I was mentioning this last week. As a I, Queenslander, Josh, as a go Queenslander, on. yeah. Well, you are Dolphins. wearing maroon. Yeah, let's go, boys. I can actually be a winner for once. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I truly just believe that we Brad Fittler just picked the biggest team of superstars, and there was nothing in it. They were not a cohesive team of anything working together, to make set plays. Each individual footballer was it was their own night, and you could tell that was the only thing on their minds. Yeah, you pick thirteen Zach Lomaxes, you, <laughs> you get what you get. No, l- l- deconstruct it properly. Liam Martin had a, had a blinder. He came on what twenty something minutes in, scored the first try, and was absolutely dynamic and just hit everyone. Liam Martin had a good game. I also do want to keep it balanced. 
fair and balanced. It's not hard to be a second rower and have a good game. No, I understand <laughs> that. It's, it's but a remarkably simple position on the football field. You go however, that way. However, he did exactly what Coach Blocker said. He ran hard and he fucking scored tries. Yes. Who would have guessed that Blocker's wonderful advice, once again, is actually the thing that you need? I know, right? Who would have guessed that a solid, strong defense holding them off from scoring... But then also scoring yourself means you win. It's just an absolute country psycho on the field. The he, only one who did well. He led with his head. He just dived in. He didn't give a shit about his body and some of the tackles he made, though. Dude, think what was it. that bloody tackle he went in with his head on their try line that nearly took that poor fella out? Worth oh, it. my God. It was wonderful. If Teddy had had that commitment, fucking Cobo wouldn't have got his second try. Oh, dude, yes. we Let's not... Stick too long on Teddy because he's one of... No, 17. he's the one who deserves the most criticism. He does. He's been shit at NRL level and he still got picked because he's the captain. And I was like, yeah, no, nah, I get that. But now I'm like, no, nah, drop. Unfortunately. You, you did even say last week yourself, Dylan Edwards is showing prime form. Yeah, and if you, you were that convinced on fucking synergy... Yeah. Fucking Edwards should have been starting. Not that that matters anymore. I agree, Andy. Not that that matters anymore because the synergy... Synergistic halfbacks now gone for yep. the whole series. And anyway, the fucking synergy is bullshit anyway. Because they suck. We'd, we'd lost anyway. You could pick 13 Panthers and they'd still lose. They just suck. Like Queensland just, New South Wales don't get origin. It's the meme of the, the origin series this year is we don't get origin. Because we don't. Well, what do you mean? We, we made a random New Jersey with heaps of sponsors on it. Why isn't this working? I hated the New Jersey. Yeah, the New Jersey sucked. What, what the fuck we're are sky they blue. Like, we're not. Yeah, we're, we're not dark blue here. No, we're we're sky blue. It's meant to remind us of happy times, summer. You know, not pain, misery, and defeat. Why did they decide to make the change? Oh, I don't fucking care. Don't. They've do it already again. said that they're going back to sky blue next year. <laughs> <laughs> it's already come. Don't worry. They've already fixed that problem. They went. <laughs> they went. Oh, we Should can either that- admit we're shit at football or the. Dark blue jersey was the biggest dummy that has ever been thrown in the sport because that's what we all cared about. And <laughs> didn't look at the lineup and went, well, that's not going to work. I don't think I met one person that had a, like a positive opinion uh, about that jersey. Look, it doesn't look right. Have the dark blue shorts, but the jersey needs to be sky, yep. sky blue. Agreed. Who else had a shit game? I think Tommy Turbo's out. <laughs> no, he's playing this weekend. Yeah, I think he out should be out Morrison. of rep. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't think he should be. I think both him and Adokar are getting a bad rap. Because Luai and Cleary decided to continuously run down Stephen Crichton and Toto's side. If you look at every fucking attacking play that they did, where did they run to? They ran to Stephen Crichton and Brian Toto. Too much synergy, some would say. Too much. And Too the much. Only, yeah. and there was points when they were down the uh, when they went down the right hand side. Tr- Tyson Frizzell nearly went in. Teddy, if he'd have passed the fucking ball two two times at at one point, uh, at our cars away. You know what I mean? And Adokar is fantastic. He is lightning quick. He did that to us twice on the weekend when the Chooks played him. Yeah. You like, know what I mean? He, he is lightning quick. I, I just don't understand why when you say, and it happens every time with Adokar. Every time he's picked, they never run down his side and attack. It's like, why aren't you fucking doing that? He's the quickest man in the fucking comp. Yeah, let the man run. Let the man run. Give him some space to run. He'll blitz him away. No one will catch him. So, I guess for this... Then the rest of the origin chat is Nathan Cleary went off injured in the Dragons game. <laughs> Hell yeah. Didn't help you. 
I have opinions on that, so let's not go there. <laughs> we will talk about the actual NRL soon. Let's let's wrap up Origin. Nathan Cleary is out for game two, possibly game three. No, he's out. He's out for six weeks. He's out for six weeks. It's confirmed. So then, that the means next we question to ask you, fellas, is who's is halfback? Not even just who's halfback. What do we think Fittler's going to do for the changes? What who's in? Well, the, who's out? What are we What are we doing? I think we can start off the bat. If Latrell's fit, Latrell's playing. Yes. Fullback or center? No, oh, he has to be center. I don't know why everyone's like, oh, the troll should be the fullback. No, Prick should be the center. He's Agreed. great at center. He's fantastic at everything he does in center. <laughs> One of the best centers the game has ever seen. And he's playing fullback for the Rabbits. But refuses to play center. <laughs> he should be center. Agreed. I agree with that. If Tommy's fit, Tommy's the other center. Yep. I still, I don't good. think Tommy should be dropped. Tommy had an okay game with the opportunity he had. Because there was the point where they made he ran to the other side of the field down the left hand side, and what do you know? They scored a try off Tommy getting his ass there. You know what I mean? So Tommy's okay to stay. Fullback's the one that I want to contend. I think James gets dropped, and you pick Dylan Edwards. Okay, follow on from that. Who gets captaincy? Don't care. Sweet. Don't give a shit. You could give a captain to any of them, but Nico Hines is seven. Nico Hines is seven. Do you change? It? We'll get to you as well, man. Do you change the six? I'm tempted to. Yep. I can't I can't give you a def- definitive answer because everything that's going around is everyone's like, why don't you pick Adam Reynolds? And then you pick Cody Walker. No, don't. They both sucked at origin level the one time they played together. And they haven't played together for two years. Yep. Like what about your Ford pack? Tavita Panguas plays last game. Yeah. I don't think he should get picked again. I think Junior Paulo starts, and you put. I've got to pick Angus Crichton. I have to pick Angus Crichton. It doesn't matter what jersey he wears; he plays with his heart on his sleeve. He does. You gonna call him a tonguey and alloy? Eh? Uh, I've also been discussed. I don't pick alloy. What about Kloa Matangi? I'm tempted. So tempted. Would you, would you put Kloa Matangi straight on? No, I'd have, have him on the st- bench. I'd have him on the bench. He's a And that's when you bring Jun- Junior Paulo in to be a starting player instead? Junior Paulo's in the starting lineup. Junior Paulo's he's one of those players that is just like, he's so dynamic and he's so versatile for his size. Motherfucker has a passing game. Yeah, yeah. And a bit of footwork too. Exactly. He like, <laughs> he's him scary. And pa- him and Payne Haas should be the starting forwards. Yep. Ha- was everyone happy with Payne Haas? Yeah, yeah uh, Payne Haas did his, well. did his job. I think Coruscant's done enough to keep his role. Coruscant Luai in too. That's the hardest. That's one. the one I can't give you a definite definitive answer on. I can't give you a definitive on Luai because Luai did play well, all things considered. He only had moments where he went into his shell. Yeah, he did a very okay job at six. He did an okay job at six. My contentious point is. Hines has to move into the starting side and you have to put Damian Cook either on the bench or he starts and Coruscant's on the bench. You need two hookers. It worked for Queensland, didn't it? Yeah, it worked brilliantly. And Ben Hunt, in usual Ben Hunt origin fashion, devastating when he was on the field. He was devastating at wing at one point too. Yeah, yeah. When when they had to move him out there. He was out on the wing at one point. I told you HIAs were going to play a part in this. I don't think none of my sacrifices were used, but they did play a part. <laughs> they did play a part. You are correct. They did play a part. 
Josh, run us through your team changes moving forward. So my big one, like I had him on my origin team. I agree with Andy. Damian Cook needs to come in. I don't care if he starts in um, on the bench it, or not. He it, just needs to be a part of the team. You can't have an 80-minute hooker at origin. You need you need to do a rotating hooker roster. It needs to be happening. He's proven time and time again. you got the Rabbits attack. Pairs well with Luttrell. You know, I, I think there is enough of a determinant factor here to prove that he solidifies his spot. And he comes on when Cameron Murray... If you start Cameron Murray on the bench, he starts on the bench. If Cameron Murray's starting, you start Damian Cook. And I see he works out well. You can have an interchange system between both. I, I think it's quite well, especially you put Cameron Murray at, uh, out at lock as well. That's what I'm thinking. And I you think have a rotating he, roster of what um, Yo coming towards the second row instead. I think Yo gets dropped. Yeah? That's a big call because he did okay. I think when he touched the ball and was his play, he was shocking. Because there was numerous times where he, the, the the three times they went out the back, Tommy down Tommy's way, he passed it behind Tommy, every time. The passing game I did notice was off a bit. I was kind of attributing that to the eighty minute hooker rule more than anything else. No, I I think the the passes out of first and second receiver were kind of shocking. Were shocking around around the rock as well. Like, I think Yo, like I understand why he's there. If you got to have him in the side, start him on the bench. Don't have him in the starting sign up. Put Cameron Murray at lock. Don't have lock. Don't have Murray out on an edge. Also, me and Dusk as well. If you're going to then, because you know I'm just thinking back to Cleary being yeah, yeah, yeah. out, and then you're saying bring Nico Hines in. I, that road, that position that's been freed up with Nico Hines. Now, that's Cook or Coruscant. You reckon that's Cook? That, that's Cook or Coruscant. It's that's the selection pick. But Coruscant already has his own spot. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you if you're starting Cook, then Coruscant takes it. If Coruscant starting Cook takes it, mm. I don't care who it is. One of them on the bench, the other in the starting line, and have those two as a sort exactly. Of like, it up. doesn't matter who it is. People are also floating around the idea of Adam Reynolds coming in at seven because it's at Suncorp. Mitchell Moses coming in at seven. Both of them have a similar style to Cleary. I get that, which is why I'm thinking if you're gonna drop Luai, you've got to bring in one of those two. But you don't bring Cody Walker in. I don't care if he's the form. 5-8 for New South Wales right now. He sucks at origin level. And the moment he goes back into his shell, or we don't red. win. We don't we don't win. We cannot win with him playing. So you could see more of a probably a synergistic. I hate using that word now. It's funny though. <laughs> um, <laughs> say combination. <laughs> Man, I've been at the office all day. Um I, I could see like a you know a Reynolds Nico Hines kind of thing working where Nico Hines runs the ball more, takes it out towards the left, and you have more of the plays being centered in around Reynolds trying to get out towards the centers. Yeah, I, I can see Reynolds taking that general role and sort of guiding the team. He also has the kicking game that we're going to be lacking in without Cleary. But he'll bring it. And it's the same with Moses. I know Moses, he played with a broken back in the last game. We can't really, you know, use that as a, a litmus test. But he did exactly. pretty well with a broken back, you know what I mean? He did. He, okay, he played so well with a broken back, they had to tell us he had a broken back from the second hit-up of the game. Like, everyone was like, he did okay. He was a bit quiet. They're like, yeah, fractured vertebra. And you're yeah. like, oh, fair. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I, look, everything that you guys have said is the intelligent options to pick. Go with your heart, Jack. Well, this is where I'm going, right? So, Nico Hines is the general. Those sharks play around him so well. We are looking for a half who has a little bit of kicking, because Nico can kick fine. We're looking for a running half. Now, the best that's one, him in spades, baby. Well, that's, that's Whiten, right? But he's not rep footy. Who is another halfback 
who is in form the last few weeks, who is a well-renowned running half. No, think lower. There is, yes. Oh, no. Yes. There You're is, not thinking yes, Brooks. Yes, I am. <laughs> there oh, is. Brooks. There is a running half who is in form, who will not get in the way of Nico Hines taking the ropes for the team, who on his day is a very effective big body running half. So you want players who are fine not being the superstars and they actually can just yes. fall I, into line. It is crazy. I That's thinking with your head, Jack. This is... Now... This hurts my brain, but it it's sort of makes sense. It's not crazy. <laughs> I don't want that. I just don't... No. I don't want a West Tigers player. But... I mean, but... We've got seven. Coruscant, but he's at, at seven. seven. He's at seven. No, no, no. Brooks at six. Nico at seven. See, okay... I like the idea of Nico at seven. There's just one drawback, and I think it was Gordon that talked me out of it, of all people. Gordon Tallis. So a Queenslander. Yeah, but he actually brought up a very good point. Last year when the Sharks were coming up to the finals, what happened to them? They sort of faded, and Nico went back into his shell. Yes. And we can't afford to have a half fade and go into his shell when he starts getting beat. Because there's going to be a point where Queensland get ahead of us in Suncorp. It's going to happen. Was that because he's a little bit green? Like That's what I'm going with. He's mm. a little bit of nerves, you know, get a little bit under. Like, it's, it's same they were saying about Reese Walsh. They were saying I such a that. gamble on him, especially with the first couple of years, you know, he didn't end up doing it. But coming back, having a bit more under experience under your belt, it's new yep. season, freshness. Winning a Dally M, having, having another six f- months of footy. Having the first game, you, you, it's one and done. Like you've you've played your first game of Orange now. You've been on the field. You've done what you got to do. I Speaking think of which, he he did a fucking solid tackle at one point, where he tackled one person, seen them pass the ball, so he jumped to the other guy. Now that's how you fucking tackle. <laughs> yeah, but I think because of that, he would be able to center his head a little bit better for game two, and would maybe be a bit more advantageous. I get that. I just. I think I'm talking myself into Reynolds, to be honest. I really think I am. I think Nico six, Reynolds seven. Also very acceptable. I, I, I the only take back I have against that is you have two brilliant generals. One of them is at some point, and it would be Nico because he's the six, is underutilized. I don't see that because Nico's game it sort of gravitates more to six than seven. I know he plays seven for the Sharks, I know that. But Nico coming through the storm was always like the six or the one or he coming to the centers or something. And that was sort of his role. He can play it really well and he knows when to explode. The, the, the benefit of him playing six is it's not all on him. He can just come in, pop up and do something. Whereas seven, they sort of need to be on from the moment the ball's kicked. Adam Reynolds is the most experienced. I, I think it should be Reynolds. I think it should be Reynolds and Hines, and it does mean Luai gets dropped. That's okay, though. Luai's... I don't like that because Luai did do well. But Fittler needs to take risks now. He, his career for doing coaching is on the line at the moment, and he's proven that with his first safe pick, it wasn't the choice. Yeah, it wasn't. So I get that. So why not take a risk now? And I mean, it's... It, Reynolds and... Hines is a risk. Moses and Hines is also a good pairing. Moses and Hines is a risk too. Oh yeah, the lowest risk. Oh, I, I think I think anyone's a pick at this point. I think any risk 
Oh yeah, that's why I'm saying they go pick. bold. Fucking Heinz and yes. Brooks. I don't see, think just that's see what happens. <laughs> Jack, you, you know, you were talking me into it. You're talking me out of it again. Oh, I'll talk you more into it. Yep. Please. I think it. All right, I'm back on. Yeah, Let's back go. on, back in. In in regards to the rest of the pack that I would change, uh, centers should be centers. So Latrell center, yes, I think he should come back in. Tommy, yeah, yeah, can stay because there's not there's not an there's applicable replacement. And also, can you give me a reason why Tommy should be out besides he got taken off HIA? No, because I can't. a they didn't go down his side, and when they did, he looked good, and it just. It fell apart. Like the Frizzell try for fuck's sake. That was a try. Oh, yeah. There was no way <laughs> that ball did not touch the fucking ground. Everybody could see it. Uh, Ford Pack, same as what you said. I, I think you've got to start Hein, uh, Haas and Paulo. Yep. Just your big hitters. And I think Liam Martin and needs to start. Liam Martin was fantastic. I I'd think Hudson Young needs to not be picked. I don't think <laughs> I, I don't think he did enough. I think Liam Martin was more explosive. I don't think he will be in the starting lineup. I think he'll still be in the squad. He could play eighteen, but I don't yep. think he should be starting. I don't think he'll be starting. Teddy, I would drop for Edwards as well. It's not gonna happen. I I think it's the right call, but it's not gonna happen. Yep. Captaincy, I do have a solid pick on who should inherit the captaincy if it's not Teddy. Who? Adokar. No, he's he's so he doesn't captain the dogs, and also he's so out of the team; it's not funny. Yeah, yeah. But it, it takes it doesn't take long to convince Freddie to not pick out Okai, even though he's probably the best winger in the comp. Yeah, that that that's the hardest thing for me. He's probably like, oh, but I could pick another Penrith player. Yeah, <laughs> you picked Payne all Haas. of us. I don't think it should be Payne Haas. Payne Haas. He gets into too many fights off the field. There's <laughs> every year. Well, that's origin. Like, you know in what? A no, you know who it should be. It's whoever starts lock, whether it's Isaiah Yo or fucking Cameron, Cameron, Cameron Murray. Murray. Pick Cameron one of Murray those two. Be a good or Cookie. All of them are acceptable, right? Well, Cameron Murray and Isaiah Yo are both, both captains, captains at club level. Yes. And the only other one in the squad that's like that is Coruscant, and I wouldn't pick him. Not yet. No, Coruscant's not our origin captain. Cameron but Murray, let's be real. I agree with the most, actually. Cameron Murray's like, the best pick. That, that's hitting. Because I'm, I'm looking Did at the list now, and none of Australia? the list. No. Teddy's the captain of Australia. I reckon Cam Murray's next, though. Cam Murray should be next. I think Cam Murray should be vice-captain at a minimum. Yep. What did we... Because I know we're getting to the end of our origin chat before we move on to other things. Mm-hmm. Let's do a quick run around Queensland. Because we've spoken a lot about New South Wales, but two teams played. I don't care about better. the other team. They, they just played better. Like they, they did ran, play they better. They just better. us. They fucking... They did what Queenslanders do best. They sat on the field and go, Queenslander! And they just, you know, hung in there. Played fucking good footy. And it, it, Gordon also said that there are certain origin players out there that when they play, you know something's going to happen. And they become legends. People like Alfie Langer, Wally Lewis, Kevy Walters to an extent. Cam Munster is pretty much in that that argument now of oh yeah one of the greatest Queenslanders of all time because every time that prick touches the ball Something magic happens, happens. <laughs> he is I have this argument with my brother all the time I go love him or hate him and it's more often than not hate him you can't deny that that man's electric on the football field and Luke's always like no he's a fucking you know what no Luke's I like. agree with Luke but also he's 
fucking player. He's really good. <laughs> like, he's really good. DCE, if I was Nick Politis, I'd be chucking millions at him. DCE just sits there and does exactly what he needs to do. Yeah, he lets Cameron Munster work. Yep, lets Cameron Munster work, and when Cameron Munster's not working, he kicks it exactly where it needs to go. Hammer looked fantastic. Reese Walsh stepped up into the shoes. I don't think anyone can knock Reese Walsh's performance. And he'll, be, he'll play the rest of the season because Ponga pulled out. Yep. Ponga's not playing a single game this year. And, I mean, you got back-to-backs from both Cobo and uh, Fidel. Like, yep. they both had astronomical no, ham- games. The Hammer's just great. I hate that Cobo got that second try. <laughs> I hate it so much because Teddy just needed to put in a little bit of effort. Just a little bit more effort and he probably could have knocked him out. Dude, his legs got cut from underneath him and there wasn't even someone in front of him. That was a joke. Teddy had such a bad game. And Can we just move on to what everyone was saying over the weekend? Which was? So Roosters beat the Doggies by one point and James scored two. The Doggies beat you for 78 minutes. Can you just... Let me finish. <laughs> Teddy scored two tries, and everyone's like, see, look, he's so good. He he dominated the bull. No, he fucking didn't. They're a bottom four team, and they nearly flogged us. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. You beat them just by... Just. Again, Kiri just going, okay, I can kick it from here. Yeah. He settled it down, and it was like, play three. Yep. And he kicked the field goal. But And I tell you what, if Reed Money came back from that HIA, game over for you boys. I don't think... Game over. They were get you, they were going to either get a draw a penalty or hold us out. I think Reed Marnie being off for that last bit of the game gave Kiri the space to just sneak one over. Like I agree with you with Teddy. Yes, he played better on the weekend than he did in Origin because you're not playing against Queensland. Queensland. Yeah, play, <laughs> like, we're yeah. playing a bottom four team. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was a standout performance. No, it wasn't. Everyone and, and Brandy after the games, I like, see this is what I was telling you. This is what Teddy can do. It's like no. But he still had the same issues in origin that he had here, which was he doesn't pass the fucking ball. Yeah. He has an overlap to his right, and he decides to cut back into the left because he thinks he's quick enough. He's 30-something years old. He's too slow for that shit now. Agreed. Let's talk about something positive. Josh, we almost won again. <laughs> we got ripped off. We got no, very close. No, we got ripped. They even admitted it. What sort it. of bullshit Wasn't was that? Wasn't it Klein? No, oh, it was uh, the dude who looks like Nigel Thornberry. Was it Ashley Stevens? Ashley Stevens. Uh, I thought the Ashley. only Ashley was Klein. Uh, no, Ashley. Who was I thinking? Someone. Um, who's the ginger fuck? Yeah, it's no, Nigel it, Thornberry. Yeah, it's the one who looks like Nigel Thornberry with the big nose and mustache. It was him. It right? was him, and he had the call right. That man. So you, it's not the ref's fault. It's the touchy's fault because the touchy nah, was the one who. Fuck said, him because he gave in. He made that call, and then went, "Oh, nah, you're right." No, so. You're giving the ref too much shit here. I know this is shocking coming from me. Yeah, fuck what? Yeah, this I've, is I've not learnt what I was a lot. I've learnt a lot over the last two months with referees at work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> here we go. Someone's had to go to culture and diversity training him more than once. <laughs> PNC is his no. favorite place to be. When it comes to that sort of call, especially when it's a potential knock on and stuff, and you've called play on, but the touchies in your ears, like, no, it's forward. It went forward. You have no choice. You need to make the call to change it. Because but no, I'm no, going to finish. They came out and, and they no, said I understand that. He was, it wasn't on his blind side. He had full view. I understand that. But what I'm saying is, is when you've got the the touchy in your ear screaming at you that yo that went forward, you need to call that a knock on. The worst. The referee is going to call the knock on because he's worried about the scrutiny that the referees get. And the worst part is the touchy is normally 
right. more often than not correct. That's that's the thing. If you've got the touchy in your ear screaming and you know that nine times out of ten they're correct, you have to change the call. That, I understand it screws your boys over. But man, he had vision. I'm I sorry, understand I that. If you have vision, if you've seen it gone back, you tell the touchy they're wrong. I understand that, but you've got to understand the touchy is meant to be right in line with it. So and whether you've got vision on it or not, if the touchy is telling you it's gone forward, you have to call no, it forward. I want the touchy's head. Yeah. Okay, fuck so the touchy. That, that's basically all I wanted you to say is take the touchy's head. Don't take the ref in this case. No, let's take both of them. I don't care. But at this point, <laughs> I just didn't want the referee to cop a bit of abuse here when they d- he doesn't deserve it. When I've had to go through two months of cultural training about referees. <laughs> Let's go. As a man who is famous for abusing referees, he goes, oh, it actually wasn't his fault this time. It's like, I'll give him, I'll give him that. All right. And I know the NRL has come out and said, no, the call was wrong. It should have been this. Fair enough. They're used to that. Let's they talk- do it every other week. Let's talk about the other wrong call of the week then. Oh, the, the that try. Was, that one was hard to watch. I, I feel, feel bad. so bad for the Tigers. First of all, the poor bastards had the field goal. They were in line and then just they fucked it up and got a nice little penalty, what, a minute in out from it? Yeah. Yeah, and just lost the entire lead with some dumb tackle where, I don't know, I, I feel like he fell a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> fell. <laughs> he, he fell like Teddy fell. Oh, yeah. Um, And quite frankly, the, the try... Against Tigers by Raiders when Brooks got pushed is ridiculous. That like, uh, come on, man. Just a lot of. They well, rev- the bunker reviewed that. That's the problem, man. Because the bunker is required to review it, and they should have seen that and called it back. Yeah, but they did. They said the bunker cleared it, and he went, "No, it should not have been cleared." That was the statement that came out today. Yeah, today. So what I'm saying is, in the heat of the moment, the bunker should have been calling no that, and then. You know, the old chicken timing blows the ref, they go up, they see it, and then they call it no try. The bunker reviewed it. No, I understand that. That's what I'm saying. Every try is reviewed by the bunker. Yeah. So you know when they call a try on the field and then a couple seconds later you hear the ref blow time off and he puts the the Mm. TV. That's because the bunker's like, hey, I want to review this properly. Yeah. Go to me. But the bunker clearing it, they get 30 seconds to clear it. You know what I mean? They've missed quite an important thing. Huge yeah, push. no, I'm I'm saying but it's huge. They didn't miss it because do you know what the reasoning was? What? They said because he slowed down, he was no longer contesting the ball. That's why they cleared it. Well, that's wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> the bunker fucked up. Well, what what's new? When doesn't the bunker fuck up? Well, sometimes they get it right. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, not some- this time. <laughs> not this time. Not this time. We're going for blood this day. We're not allowed to bitch about our own team, so now we're bitching about the Tigers. <laughs> hey, man, I've got bitching a soft about. spot for them. They're, they're, they're I've got right. a soft spot for the Tigers. I think fucking Brooks is earning an origin jersey. I've made it very clear that I'm on the bandwagon. But, like, I don't know. Andy's so fucking angry at me. <laughs> Look at Luke him. Brooks does not deserve an origin jersey, Luke for fuck's Brooks. sake. Luke the captain. <laughs> captain of New South Wales, game two. And Australia. Wins at Suncorp. <laughs> Man, if, it, if that happened, my God. Can you imagine? I Tigers, would have the time in my life. It would, there I'd would, become a Tigers uh, fan. Yeah, I think I'd get a jersey too. It's a good jersey. <laughs> I'd get the I one with the American soldiers their, on it though. I love that jersey. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd get that one. Oh, <laughs> the Anzac jersey. Like, Are they still available? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they're real cheap now too. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Uh, and then Cowboys. What the fuck's going on with the Cowboys? Well, they beat the Storm. That's what I mean. But they Tigers beat them by... Footy. S- yeah, but only for how long? For how long? Because... For a week. Tigers smoked them. 
No, you know what it was? It was all the Origin players coming back. It's like, hey, we learned how to play footy. Maybe we can try <laughs> yeah. that. A lot of people backed up. A lot of people backed up over the weekend. I don't think there was a single player, unless their team had the buyer that didn't play. Cleary yeah. and Luai both played. <laughs> Cleary played for 18 minutes. Still played. I could have given it to him. It backed one. up. You know what I mean? Everybody yeah. backed up, which you don't often see. You can normally expect one or two people to take, you know, the week off. Actually, who's who's replacing Cleary this weekend? Um, Cogger. Cogger? Jack Cogger. Oh, maybe the Chooks might beat him then. Because that's who they bought on last week. Yeah, but he was just on the bench, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. However, he played fantastically. I. It's got to be Cogger, Yeah, right? it is Cogger. Yeah. No, that dude killed it, man. He was everything that fucking Penrith needed. <laughs> uh, I, I, all I think this week is representative of is not surprising. Like, every team bar the Cowboys storm game. If you're like, yeah, they won. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I expect that. It tracks. Yeah. But it also, you know, I'm, I'm real happy for them. It's a real good sign of healthiness for the New Zealand Warriors who have been managing their consistency over these weeks. It's something's happened to them this year, but they've pulled out just something that's been lacking from, I guess, you know, being home team now again. But yeah. like that advantage is probably playing so much into them because, man, they haven't performed like this in years. The well, new coach has been fantastic with them. Well, I reckon this weekend they're going to spoil Jared Croker's party. Yeah. Bit of an ambush down in Canberra? Well, I reckon, well they they rested Croker last week to let him play his 300 down in Canberra. Brilliant gesture, by the way. That's a fantastic little... See, everyone's 50-50 on it. Everyone, some people think it's really good like me, and then everyone I work with is like, no, nah, it's a fucking stupid reason. Let him play at Campbelltown. It's like, no, let him play at home. Guy's got like what? so much more to him. And also... He's only got, what, three more games left in him before his leg collapses? Yeah, he's not. He's always hurt, the poor fella. A, a, a 300th game at home where you're like a one-club player, yeah, one like, of the highest point scorers, it's just fucking nice. It means so much more than playing and at Campbelltown. Canberra has no fucking fans, so no, not a single fan was getting up. Yeah, It was all people who go for Parramatta or some shit. And I mean, like, I know, I know it's not really indicative of Canberra's performance at the moment, because Tigers just seem to also have been pulling something out of their ass lately. Mm-hmm. But it's not good signs for Canberra showing how highly contested the fact that they, they had a more than likely chance of losing. I know. And uh, I think they lacked experience in the centres and on the field in general that game. But also Croker coming back from clearly has shown that something's right. That, yeah, that, no, well, if you look at where the, the run started, it was when Croker came back into the side. Yeah, I didn't expect to see Croker back, if I'm being honest. Ne- no one did. <laughs> it's good to see him back, though. Like, he's an exciting footy player to watch. And like, At, like, 60 years old, he's still fucking got it. The what, Like, stuff he has to do, the fitness he has to maintain to bring his body back into fighting form. Like, that man put in the effort. He deserves the he spot. He deserves Canberra 300. Yeah, He should be the captain this weekend. He really should. He used to be the Canberra captain. Get him the let him be captain this weekend. I mean, who are they letting captain at the moment? Oh, it's Elliot Whitehead. Yeah, that's fair. Anything else about the NRL, or can we move? No, on? I've got an activity. Yeah, hit us with it. So it's not trivia. It's I want to say it's very trivia adjacent. Lovely. <laughs> so I was inspired by. Sitting in the shed, pondering, watching Instagram reels. 
of... How long were you in the shed for? About four and a half hours. <laughs> Someone threw up in there. Uh, I have a list of funny athlete names, and I want you to guess what sport they play for. <laughs> Hell this yeah. is based off uh, Fan- Fanny Schmeller, the <laughs> German swimming lady. <laughs> Out of curiosity, is Tingus Pingus in there? I haven't scrolled that far, but Tingus Pingus may be in here. Fair well, no, enough. he has a normal name, but just the drunk Bostonian didn't know what it was. I ain't never heard of no Lativia. He so was at the Formula One on the weekend. Lativia? No. Oh, Tingus Pingus. Tingus Pingus. That's right. The entire country of Latvia was in the Formula One. I ain't you never probably heard of could. It. There's like, what, 200,000 of them? No, that'd fit in a grandstand. Yeah. So the first one is Coco Crisp. There is zero, like, Deter- like te- way of telling. We're just gonna ge- we're just gonna guess. Yeah, just these so are all from big big American sports. So are, th- are we guessing whether they're real names or not, or just the sport? Just the sport. So wait, say it again. Coco Crisp. Okay, Crisp Passing. I'm gonna say N- NFL. I'm gonna say NHL. Baseball. MBL. Never heard of it. What? <laughs> yep. No. <laughs> uh, Dick Trickle. Dick Trickle. Um, something where fuck this is hard. <laughs> I've heard of that name before. Yep, it's a sport that you're a bit of a fan of. Is it basketball? It's yeah, not. Is it NFL? No, it's NASCAR. <laughs> Dick that's, Trickle. That's why. Yep. We also have God Sham God. God Sham God. What? Yep. Can I have a hint? Yeah, can you give us a hint for the sport? Yeah, um, he's very tall. <laughs> Basketball. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> this is mainly just about me finding funny names. Like the points <laughs> don't matter. I want to make that very clear. Oh, it's like uh, whose line is it anyway? Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. Wolfgang Wolf. These soccer. are terrible nicknames. Yeah, soccer. <laughs> They're not nicknames. They're real fucking names. They're just names. They're just names. Bro. Just these are nicknames. No, these are names. Yeah, these are real names. Uh, Dick Pole. <laughs> <laughs> Dick Pole. Dick Pole. Is it spelled P O double L or P O L E? P O L E. Let's go. <laughs> um, Dick Pole sounds like he played. He, he's a swimmer. He played NFL. He's a baseballer. <laughs> there's there's a lot of baseball per- on this perfect list. Perfect name for baseball. Though. A lot of baseball on this list. Tommy Gunn. <laughs> is that also baseball? I, I no, it's Tommy Pistols, the porn star. Ah, uh, Tommy Gunn. I'm gonna guess he plays baseball. Basketball for that one. College, <laughs> only college basketball though. That's all as far as he went. Uh Fabian Arsman. <laughs> now that one's made up. No, it's Fabian Arsman. Baseball. Basketball. Soccer. <laughs> <laughs> Can you at least tell us what country then? They're all yeah, in right. America, aren't they? <laughs> well, maybe. Credence Clearwater Kyoto. Well, this is an American. Oh, <laughs> is this NASCAR? Is he like a revival of the band? or No, that was the actual band was the revival. Yeah, the revival yeah, of the revival. that was the real band. <laughs> NASCAR. No, no. Think European for some reason. Dodge. Oh, soccer. European handball. Soccer, yeah. That's a soccer player. <laughs> Your Highness Morgan. It's a college sport, so it's only gonna be like one of three. Ultimate Frisbee. 
lacrosse. It's an NCAA sport. Sorry, let me narrow that What's down. Basketball. NCAA? It's their like big national so college. You've got thing. a cho- you've got a choice of basketball, hockey, and football. Thank you. What's your choice? Basketball. I'm saying basketball. Football. Fuck. <laughs> oh, this will be good. Oh yeah. He so he played for Alabama State. His name is Chief. Kicking stallionisms. He's a football player. He's a hockey player. He's a basketball player, but chief kicking stallionisms. How is he not the kicker for the Alabama State? Turns out he broke one of his legs. Uh, ben Gay. <laughs> don't even have to guess. I'm just reading them out now at this point. <laughs> Urban Shocker. Well, why don't you tell us the sport if we're not guessing? Oh, baseball. <laughs> uh, stubby Clap. Sport your mum's bedroom. <laughs> uh, and other sport was baseball. <laughs> Thanks, Jack. Stop <laughs> clap. Uh, world be free. <laughs> Dude, that's just... That's got to be like a soccer mum. No, that's got to be tennis because he would never play a contact sport. Earthwind Moreland. That's There's fire. Ba- Avatar, yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh. Guy Wimper. <laughs> that basketball? Nah, that's pro football. <laughs> he made it pro. Uh, and let's go, we'll do uh, one more. Okay. For old time's sake. Scroll back up, that's the ads. You've, you've got us waiting with hushed breath here. Oh, perfect. Misty Hyman. Swimmer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a swimmer. Let's go. Uh, that was my activity this week. I hope you enjoyed it. I just that was funny. <laughs> that was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> you, were, you were welcome. I think I got zero. Yeah, you didn't do too well. No, no, Andy got two. Damn, Andy. That was pretty good. Uh, I can't believe Tingus Pingus wasn't there. No, Tingus Pingus is not on the list. You should make him on the list. Well, Tingus well, Pingus has done well enough. Taking a Tingus Pingus. Basketball. Game two. I watched game one. Game one was a joke. Game Nug- two. Nuggets ran away with it in game one. But game two, they finally decided that uh, to play the Nuggets, you just got to c- contain the Joker by containing everyone else. So basically what they did is they let the big tall guy have free reign. Yep. And everyone else had at least two people on them when they tried to shoot. So... What what counts as a big tall guy in basketball? seven foot? Yeah, seven foot. But your center, your big center. That that's the big man. Yeah, I know, right? We got to look up. What the fuck? Yeah, if you play center, you're considered the big man. That's terrifying. I basketball know, right? Basketball terrifies me. And the, he's not seven foot either. He's seven something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like he's not seven flat. He's seven and change. And he's from Serbia too. Yes. And game one. He had, yeah, just he had a fantastic game. his way across the fucking. No, but the, the problem was is they just basically put Bam out of bio on him, and it just didn't work because he's taller than Bam out of bio. So what they did was just let him shoot from wherever, and they just they locked up everyone else. So he scored forty one, but the rest of the team didn't score that much. I like, and I know this is gonna sound weird. I really like the Nuggets playoff outfit. The that was just were. their homes. That was just their home. It's nice this year. <laughs> I liked it. I was like, they look fan fucking tastic. 
I can't remember the Nuggets away gear, but I can't imagine it being good. Heat, heat over home court advantage for the next two games. Yeah, it's going to be interesting what happens there. So I am a very casual basketball fan, but I did watch a good chunk of game once broadcast. And I learned absolute shit tons. Yeah. So what I learned about the Joker was essentially that, yes, this isn't a man who you go to four points, but he can get the ball to anybody on the court at any time, anywhere. And then watching highlight reels of him just... He's a point guard in the center's body. Oh, that man's got talent. Just watching him throw the ball to the right and it ends up in the left-hand pocket for an open three, mental. Genuinely mental what that man can do with moving the ball around the court. Like, he's not super fast. He's very, very strong. I don't think he's got anything on that monster from OKC, though. Which one from OKC? The dude with long hair and a beard. Like, the absolute giant. The one who, when Jimmy Butler copped a screen from him, Jimmy's like, yeah, I thought I was going to die. Don't know who to... Oh, Steve Adams. Yeah. He doesn't play for OKC. He used to. Might have. I think he plays for the Grizzlies now. He's fucking terrifying, bro. He is terrifying. He looks like... What was that wrestler, the great... The great Carly. Yeah, he looks like the great Carly. If he moved like him, it's not that bad. Uh, Steve Adams. Bro, that would be terrifying. This dude's fucking huge, bro. (laughs) But yeah, Joker, fantastic at like... Being the support class on a basketball team. And oh, dead. No, it is unreal what he can do. Um, The other thing I wanted to point out, too, is obviously it's going to Miami for the next two games, and then it will go back to Denver for the fifth and potentially final game if it's a 4-1. Yep. But I don't think it is. I think it'll go game seven now. If Miami had lost in this, because it was only three points, if they'd have lost that, I think it was a 4 nil sweep. They've definitely played themselves into some form of contention. And last week, seed. last week when we brought this up, you were straight up. It's going to be a wash. Yeah, no, I didn't think four that. nil because of the way the Heat played in the Celtics series and the fact the Celtics series went to seven. I, they'd been off for fucking a week at this point. Like they hadn't played basketball, and they looked like that in game one. Game two, they finally just they reconfigured their offense, and all of a sudden their defense is like, well, we just don't block Joker. Just let him have free reign. He scored 41 points in game two, but four assists, five turnovers, like three rebounds. Like they kept When normally those numbers are opposite. Yeah, completely <laughs> opposite. So like doing that really, it's played the heat back into this series and is going to make it very interesting going forward. I think game three is tomorrow our time. Yeah, normally like 10 a.m. too. Yeah, Pretty 10 a.m. time to watch. Very convenient for me because I can watch it while I'm working. And then you've also got the Stanley Cup going on. So you've got Stanley Cup basketball, Stanley Cup basketball. And Stanley Cup is, it's Vegas and the Florida Panthers at yeah, the moment. Yeah, and Vegas is up 2-0 at the moment. Because Vegas has been around for six years, I think. They're, they're the second newest team mm-hmm. in the NHL. Because you have, is it the Seattle Kraken? I have no idea. I think it's the Kraken. I, I think they're from Seattle. They're a Washington-based team. Washington State. Yeah. I'm a bit of a hockey fan. Um, so why wouldn't, don't you know this? <laughs> Well, that's what I'm saying, I think, because I'm also an idiot. <laughs> There's an interesting interplay going on with my neurons as we speak. Fair enough. Uh, and this is the second time in six years that they've made it to the Stanley Cup playoffs. They've won one. They've already won? Oh, I think no, they I, lost I, that series. No, no, no. Because in game one, they were saying this is the first time for both Florida and the Vegas to win the Stanley Cup. This I've, got is some, this I've got some fun facts about the Stanley Cup, actually. Yes. I love fun facts. Who the hell is Stanley? 
He was Lord Stanley of Preston. I can't believe you fucking knew that. <laughs> I was curious the other day. Guess when the trophy was commissioned? I want to say 1808 or something shit ton early. It was, well, not that early, but it is very early. It's 1890-something. Yeah. It's like nearly, what, 200 years old at this point? Yeah, it's the oldest trophy you can win in the in the world. Yep. It is one of them. Uh, 1892 was the first time you could play for it. So No. Commissioned in 1892. Uh, the first time it was used in the NHL was 1926. Yep. It is not owned by the NHL. Is it owned by the estate? No, it's owned by two, well, yeah, two people, like two estates up in Canada, and they allow the NHL to use the trophy, which is kind of incredible. There are three versions of the trophy. Now, this I didn't know. So you've got the display one that's at the, where is it? I want to read this properly so I don't fuck it up. So you've got the D- Dominion Hockey Challenge Cup, the Authenticated Presentation Cup, and the Spelled Correct Permanent Cup, which is at the Hockey Hall of Fame. Or it was, sounds like someone misspelled a couple of things on some of the other cups. Yeah, that's <laughs> what the per, that's what the presentation yeah. cup is. And um, the spell correctly one is only available when the presentation cup is not available. To be pre- so, right now, probably the Stanley Cup is probably at the ga- the venues that they're playing at. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I thought that was interesting that they have um, three cups, and it's the oldest trophy you can win in the world for any professional sport. Yeah, I knew it was very old because hockey is an incredibly fucking old. Yeah, sport. no, I had no idea when I was googling it the other day because I'd seen the like they were showing images of it on the the game, and I was just like, man, I want to learn the history about this cup. I want to know who Stanley is. Yeah, <laughs> literally. And then I googled it. I was like, holy shit! And I was telling Renee about it. And Renee's like, yeah, cool one, Andy. Yeah, nice. The good new obsession there, big fella. Yeah, Andy, <laughs> um, that's so fascinating. Literally, you sound like Renee. (laughs) 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 Practicing. See, Andy and I can just be in our corner and be aspergic about this. Be like, that's fucking fascinating, bro. I'm going to think about that for seven weeks. Yeah, literally. Uh, What? Because hockey is so old. There's been multiple times when the player base has gone on strike. Probably. For years at a time. Classic. Like, I think there was a four-year period where there was like six games of hockey played total. Because they were just like, yeah, no, we're not doing that for that much money. (laughs) There's just... Have a quick Google of NHL player shutdowns. They call them the shutdowns. Some of them went for like over a year, I'm pretty sure, or up to a whole season. So even though it's been around for hundreds of years, there were years where nobody got on the ice to play under the NHL banner. Well, I, oh, you know why that fucked up? I typed in NBL, not NHL. <laughs> the NBL was our one, isn't it? Yeah, that's our, <laughs> that's shitty, our, basketball. That's our shitty basketball league. Uh, no. Nah, so, player shutdowns is just a maneuver they can do on the field, and that's what it's coming up as. Oh, so I don't know what. Google it. It's on there. <laughs> I swear to you. They and then the next thing is uh NHL will shut down the season due to COVID, <laughs> which everyone at that time in the world was shutting down their seasons due to COVID. Yeah, which is pretty fair enough. Does anyone else have any sports-related topics, my friends? No, I'm pretty sport out this week, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, let's wrap it up then. Thank you for listening. Shout out to the dude on Chunky Twitter Thunder who called us a cunt. <laughs> and has demanded that Josh gets a tram stamp of his name. I'll do it for you, buddy. Yep. Uh, our social media is at Bums on the Bench everywhere. Yep. If you like F1, we have an F1 show called Formula Bums. The original. 
creation of Andy and I. It's not bad. It's pretty fun. It's all right. You had to talk about cars and shit. Do you listen to it? Oh, I'm one of 2,000 people that have listened to it. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I didn't expect you to <laughs> Yeah. And we will see you next week for some more sport. Love you. S-P-R-T-S. Sport. Spurts. Spurts.